What's up, guys? Welcome to the newly named Southeastern High School Athletics Podcast. I've renamed it because, well, it sounded more professional. (laughs) On this week's episode, I have Coach Rich Finley from Bowden Red Devil Football, Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football, Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah Tillman Blue Tornado Football, and Fourth and finally, but not least, Coach Clayton Morris from West Carroll War Eagle Football. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Trying to get over some allergies, but I'll be fine. Man, it's it's that time of year. I know that. Yes, sir. Well, I know things didn't go the way you wanted it Friday night, but I, I just noticed you guys played really hard, and like you told me in a text message, you guys were missing uh, one of your key running backs for a while. So, overall, um, what do you think of your performance Friday night? Well, we played hard, and, uh, you know, we had uh, we had one of our really good two-way players uh, go down early in the game. He's fine, and, and he'll be back. But, uh, you know, when people ask the difference between – quad a football and, and class a football you know friday night was uh kind of the example of that you know we lost a, a two-way starter which really affected four positions mm-hmm. um so depth wise it finally caught up to us in the in the late third and fourth quarter and uh, we kind of just got wore out we had so many kids not coming off the field um so you know really pumped about how hard we played we had some kids step up, you know, our backup tailback rushed for 120 yards. So when we know now that we have two of them, um, we, you know, our freshman receiver, you know, caught a touchdown pass. So, I mean, we, we did some good things. Our quarterback, you know, played well. He, he had to cover a three-star receiver all night and he allowed one reception. So uh, a lot of good things. And, and I told our kids, you know, you, you play, you play, People that aren't real good, you get wins. You play people who are good, you figure out who you are, and you get better. Mm-hmm. That was our goal, and we got better Friday night. You know, it's good for uh, – coaches always say it's good for a team to go through adversity early in the season. Uh, how do you feel like this adversity will, you know, affect you guys going through the rest of the season? Well, being that we're about to play our big rival, it, it couldn't have come at a better time. Our kids will be hungry this week to get better. And uh, they'll be hungry to get back on the field, you know, to, to go out and have a better performance. So, uh, kind of hit at the right time. And we're, we're kind of used to it around here. We've played a tough schedule the last three years in a row, especially early in the year. Um, you know, the, the first region title we won, we started out 0-3. Mm-hmm. And uh, came back and, and uh, won five out of six and, and won it. So, our kids kind of know the, the reason for the schedule and all that. So, um, well, you, you've already mentioned the rivalry, so we'll get into that, and then we'll get into uh, specifics from Friday night. What does this rivalry mean to you and to the Bowden community and the community uh, around you guys? Well, it means a lot. This is a 76th meeting between the two schools, and, uh, you know, it's one of those rivalries where, you know, Bowden dominated it for a long time, and then recently Bremen started winning some games, and you know, now we're in the last four games, we're two and two. So, you know, this one kind of puts somebody in the lead. So it's a, 
it's a big game. There'll be big bonfires and pep rallies and bragging rights for 365 days. So um, it means a lot. Everybody's been talking about it. This it's only Tuesday. Oh wow! Is there? I'm guessing it's already sold out, isn't it? <laughs> Probably so. Um, I, I hadn't even checked. I'm, I'm worried about us playing well, but oh yeah, it, it'll it'll be a big gate. Of course, it's at their place, but it, it'll be packed. So you're from the you went to Warner Robins, correct? Yes, sir. What is bigger, this or Northside versus Warner Robins? They're very comparable. Um, very comparable. You know, I grew up in that rivalry down there and thought it was the, the greatest rivalry. I didn't think there would be anything more intense than that rivalry, but I'm sure Lowndes and Valdosta and Parkview mm-hmm. and Brookwood and Bremen and Bowden, they're, they're probably all very, very close. And, uh, you know, I think Northside and Warner Robins are closer. Uh, the two schools maybe three miles apart, where us and Bremen are, you know, 20 minutes. So it's, it's probably about 15 miles. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not in the same county, which that rivalry is, like Lowndes and Valdosta. But right. I would say, you know, on, on the big scale, this rivalry, there, there's as much intense, uh, I wouldn't call it hatred, just rivalry than between the two schools that, uh, um, you know, it, it's, it's a big game. Um, it's also kind of red versus blue, like uh, down there is too. So yeah, I thought it's, it's, it's red versus blue. So, so man, it seems like you've got a uh, a liking for those kind of rivalries, don't you? <laughs> hey, hold on one second, John. Hold on. What, what you asking? You got plates and spoons. I'm, I'm gonna roll interview here. I'm gonna step out. And let you use that microwave though. Um, all right, I'm back, John. Go ahead. It's like you have a. A note of a, a, a mind for the the red versus blue rivalry. I mean, you were part of that rivalry down there, and then you're a part of this one up here. Yeah, red and blue. It, it uh, you know, one's demons, one's one's red devils. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, I learned to hate blue at a very young age. So this rivalry, it, it was very very natural to me <laughs> when I got over here. So, um, what does it mean to the communities, like the Bremen community, the Bowden community? I mean, what what well, but you know, okay. Well, I guess we got into that. My bad. I'm, I'm, I'm under brain fog. <laughs> um, so getting back to Friday night, what, what, uh, over like offensively, what do you think you could have improved on? What do you think you did well? Well, if we had, uh, we were up seven nothing. You know, one thing is, is, you know, mashing the gas and and getting on getting up on people a lot of times that that gets people out of what they do offensively when they get behind we were up seven to nothing with a chance to uh to go up 14 nothing and, and we didn't do that um you know we had a turnover on O, and then we had a uh we fumbled a kickoff turnovers you know I, we obviously would like to do that better and, and not turn the ball over especially to a, a school that's bigger than you and very very talented so you know, just scoring when we had opportunities to score keeps that game closer. And like I said, it kind of takes the other team out of what they do well on offense and they have to do something else to play catch up. Right. Um, I know you, I mean, looking at the scoreboard, you know, 35 points seems like uh, five scores, but I mean, your defense, I, I'm, I know they played well. What, what do you think the defense did well and when, what do you think they can improve on? Well, I think one big thing, and, and for some reason or another, and, and I know we got tired with depth issues, 
but we did not pursue the football as well as as, as we have in the past around here on defense and mm-hmm. uh, and that's one thing we corrected yesterday we did a lot of pursuit drills uh, just learning how to run even when you're tired to the football uh, that was the biggest thing had we had we pursued the ball better you know we don't give up I think uh, three. I think most of the rushing yards came on three plays, and it was plays that we oh, had wow. somebody take off or not pursuing the ball or not playing hard. And like I said, that's not typical for us and the way we play here on either side of the ball. So we've got to correct our effort, um, which is something that, that is correctable. And, you know, that that's kind of promotes competition. And if you got guys that aren't giving effort, you're going to find other guys that will give that effort. But uh, just, just pursuing the football and – you know, being mentally tough when you are tired, to, to have that mentality, you're going to play one more snap as hard as you can, you know, until we can get somebody in for you and, and not take that play off. But, but plays off is what got us Friday night. Um, you mentioned your tailback earlier. Who he he was injured in the first first quarter, but he came back or he's back this week. Do you guys have any other injuries that are lingering so this week? Or no, he, he's. I mean that that was the only one from Friday, and you know he he just got his bell rung. Um, you know, was not uh, labeled as a concussion, but just being smart and knowing we got a long season, and mm-hmm. it was a big part of it. We just went ahead and just held him out um, to make sure that he didn't get hit again and then, you know, have a concussion where he can't play for a couple of weeks. Right. But we were really just being precautionary with it. Um, going into Friday night's game against Bremen at Bremen, how do you think – your two games have prepared you for this. I mean, you've had a tough schedule, and Bremen is tough as always. So, yes, um, we we played we played some very very good people, including our two scrimmages uh, and and our you know openers. Um, I think it's prepared us because I think we 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 may have seen a little more speed than we're going to see. Um, we've seen some size. You know, we played Raven, and Raven is a lot like Bremen. Their kids play with great effort. Um, and they play extremely hard and extremely physical. So we kind of feel like Raven has prepared us a little bit for, for Bremen. And, and like I said, coming off a loss, uh, you know, our kids are kind of a little bit better focused this week. And the mentality will be a little bit different heading into this game. It's really better heading into it after getting beat than, than coming off a win. That's awesome. Um, they're coming off. They're, they're, they got – they have the same record as you guys right now, one and one. They're coming off a two-point win over Heard County and then a one-point loss against Harrelson County. So, uh, that's that's where they're coming off. Um, offensively, what do you think Bremen – what challenges does Bremen bring to you guys? Well, they're they're content um, with lining up, running the ball right at you. And, you know, they're, they're not a big play offense. They're, their kids are kind of bought into, hey, we're going to get three or four yards keep moving the chains and run the clock and not let our offense get on the field. So, you know, the problem we have is, is getting them off the field and getting our offense on the field so we have the, the opportunity to go score. Um, so that's that's the biggest obstacle is can we get them off the field quick or are they going to go out there and have eight, ten-play drives that, that keep us off the field and only let us have the ball two or three times a half? Um, who are a couple of players to watch out for from – Bremen on offense for for Bremen, yes, sir. Um, I don't have names, but I, I can give you numbers. Um, you know, number one, he, he's their quarterback. He runs it a lot. He, he's a really good player, tough kid. 
uh, number 52, the big Caden Sweat kid. Um, they've kind of moved him back from fullback to he's on the line, and he's a he's a really good lineman. You know, he does a good job of blocking people. Um, you know, number 21 is kind of their inside reverse Sally counter guy. He, he's done a good job running the ball for them. Um, number six runs it really hard. So, you know, they, they have a combination of backs they roll that run the ball really, really hard. Um, what about defense? What challenges do Bremen, does Bremen bring to you on the defensive side of the football? Well, one, they're going to play with great effort. and That, that always causes problems when, when kids play hard every snap. Um, I think they're probably going to move a little bit on us. They're going to they're blitz some kids, and we've got to have our, our linemen have got to have their heads up and be able to pick up um, guys when they try to shoot gaps. But they did, you know, they, they move pre-snap. They'll line up somewhere, and then they'll move right before the ball. So our linemen have got to know their blocking rules to where if they move and it changes the blocking scheme, they're all on the same page, and we, we block the right guy. Um, and, and then uh... – who are the guys to watch out from them on defense? What numbers are they? Well, 22 is a really good player for them. He plays both ways. You know, I, I don't watch a lot of their defense because I'm a, I'm a defensive guy and I spend more time offensively. Um, I know the big sw- defense, and he's a good player, so we'll have to make sure that, that we block him. But I think defensively as a whole, um, they present problems. I don't know that they have one – particular great player but they have a they have 11 that do what they're supposed to do and do it the way they're supposed to do it run their fence they know where they're supposed to be and they're always in the right spot so um we've got to be prepared to do everything right everywhere as far as our blocking schemes or or when we're throwing the ball protect them awesome well coach i've enjoyed it as always i look forward to talking to you after a big win over a, a big rival next next week against bremen Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that conversation, too. I hope that's exactly how it plays out. And uh, no blue in the house. No blue at all. Not, not <laughs> even, we don't even wear it at home in my house. I just looked down and I was like, oh, crap, is my shirt part, uh, blue? And I realized, no, it's not blue. It's like a, it's a gray color. <laughs> no blue any week for us. Awesome. Let's have a good one, and I'll look forward to talking to you next week. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. All right. Have a good one. All right. Next up on the podcast, Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football. How's it going? Hey, man, I got you now. There we go. Um, first of all, congratulations on a big win over uh, Greenfield Friday night, 48-6. to Yeah, thank you. We uh, we did some really good things. And, um, you know, we got out early and, uh, and took advantage of some things and uh, – Played, I thought our game plan was really good for the game, and uh, and overall, you know, except for one play, we executed really well, and uh, you know, pretty proud of how we uh, came out and were able to be two and zero afterwards. Um, overall, what you, how did you feel like your offense performed? What, what what stood out to you from there? Well, you know, we we were able to uh, we were able to run the ball better. You know, I think that was the main thing we focused on during the week is is our run game and and focusing on how we we're blocking things and we we changed some things you know personnel wise to uh, give us a little bit better uh, front to run from and um, I think it paid off for us you know and uh, so having a good week of practice paid off you know it was important to us and. You know, I felt like we could be a little bit more physical up front, and uh, we were. And uh, we got to carry that and and uh, and build on that. Hopefully, coming into this next ball game. But 
Uh, we were also able to throw the ball. We were a little bit more efficient in our passing game. You know, we ended up six for nine and um, completed some big passes and did some good things there also. So, you know, overall, I thought our efficiency was really well, and we moved the ball and also got behind the chains a couple of times with penalties, but were able to convert and, uh, you know, keep our punt team off the field and, and put points on the board every possession. And I think that's important, you know, in, in big games. And, you know, this is a, a county – rival game for us and uh you know, i thought we i thought we went out and played pretty well offensively is there anything you feel like you need to clean up yeah you know there, there always is you know there's there were some penalties that we got in different situations that you know we feel like can definitely hurt us down the road and um you know it's just some things that's not moving our feet and, and um you know taking for granted possibly you know everything uh, having success early in the game and then not finishing things, and, you know, that tends to happen sometimes in, in, in games where you get ahead. And, uh, you know, there's there's always things you got to clean up, you know, in my opinion. I think you got to always go look back at the film and figure out uh, maybe why some things didn't work the way you wanted them to. And, um, you know, it's something that uh, we definitely evaluated, and uh, we're going to continue to try to improve on those things. And uh, there's, so, there's still several areas where we, we definitely need to continue to focus on and uh, – but again, I go back to um, what we, what some things that we're we're really good at. We need to continue to build on those and uh, and use those the best we can, and uh, we'll continue to do that. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, what units or players stood out to you watching after watching film? You know, I, I thought that um, I thought we blocked well downfield. You know, I thought our linemen were getting downfield, throwing some big blocks, and. I thought our skill guys did too. I think it's important when you want big plays and put points on the board. You know, sometimes you need you need those five yard gains to turn into fifteen yard gains, or the fifteen yard gains turn into twenty five yard gains, and and that happens from from downfield blocking and and sticking with things and not giving up on plays. And um, but we also executed some big pass plays. You know, we we put the ball in certain good spots, and you know, I thought our quarterback Tatum Oliver was smart with the ball, and you know, something that's a that's a, a big, um, you know, plus that he has is he is very smart with the football. And, uh, you know, so, again, I think that's something that's good for us and works really well for us and our scheme and everything. And, like I said, we had some we had some guys, you know, Tristan Jett had a big game for us, one of our running backs. He had three carries for 120 yards. And, uh, you know, he broke off a huge run on his second time he touched the ball. And, um, you know, he's, he's an explosive kid and, you know, my goal is to continue to find ways to get him the football. And, you know, that, that's the goal with a lot of our kids. I feel like we got some kids that can do some things with the ball. So, you know, that's on me to, to figure out ways to get it to him. Um, but, uh, you know, overall I thought that, uh, we blocked better than we did against Westview. And, and I think it showed on the scoreboard. Awesome. Um, flipping the switch to defense, uh, overall, how do you feel like your defense performed Friday night? I mean, you only gave up six points, so. <laughs> Well, you know, our starting unit played really well. You know, they were smart. We uh, got after them. We had a lot of uh, – got them behind the chains a lot. You know, had a lot of tackles for loss. And, and you know, I felt like we, we were able to cause their offense some issues and, and play hard. Nah, that's what it boils down to. And to me, defense is about playing hard and, and getting after it. And, and, you know, you have technique and you have keys and all those things. And those things need to come second nature. And, you know, the first thing you need to do is play hard and fly to the ball. And, and our defense did a great job of that the other night. And then our, our young guys came in and they were playing well, but then they gave up a, a long pass play to to their starters. And, uh, you know, you kind of expect them to probably drive, drive it on our young guys a little bit. But, 
you know, again, we, we didn't, we didn't stick to our rules when the young guys went in there and, and that's how the big pass play happened. Um, and, uh, then our, our, our young guys got to play offense and, uh, they, they, they did, they moved the ball right down the field, didn't miss a beat. And I, you know, I'm proud of that. And, um, you know, they went up there and competed and, uh, that's the main thing you want to do out of everybody on your football team. But overall, you know, the defense played really well. It's just two weeks in a row that they've played good football and, and they get They've done a good job of getting off the field and, uh, making another team pun and creating some big plays for us. Your defense is averaging less than 10 points a game so far, so it's impressive. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, the young guys gave up that touchdown, you know, right. even though that doesn't change that standard. You know, the young guys or whoever's in there needs to to be stingy and not give up points. And then uh, we had uh, Westview scored on a, on a block punt, you know, so our defense is playing good football right now. And, um, they can't get relaxed. I think that's the main thing is they don't need to be relaxed in what we're doing. They need to stick to it and uh, buy into it and, and be stingy and, uh, and and believe in that philosophy and uh, continue to build on, on what we're doing real, really well defensively. And you know, that's our goal right now. Um, who are the standout units or players on defense for you on Friday night? You know, um, we had different guys, you know, I, there was, there was nobody that had, you know, 15 tackles or anything like that. You know, it was kind of spread out when you're playing the flex bone, everybody's kind of got to do their job. And when that happens, you're not going to see guys that, you know, have 10 plus tackles. You, you're hoping that when they do a good job that they run less plays offensively. And that was, that's the goal. So, you know, as a unit, they played extremely well. Um, but overall, you know, I, you know, I, I think our linebackers played well and I think our D line caused them a lot of issues. And, um, you know, like I said, there was, there, you know, Jet had another interception, you know, he had, uh, one or two against Westview and here he is with another one. So he's all over the place and, and playing good football. And, but I, th- I think our linebackers played extremely well. They were flying to the ball and, and doing some good things also. Awesome. Um, but going back to Friday night, do you guys have any injuries or sickness coming uh, off that game? We night? do. We do. And, and it's heartbreaking. You know, we got a kid that um, Tanner Thomas that last year, he was his sophomore season, you know, our first scrimmage against Union City, he tore his ACL and missed the whole, his missed his whole sophomore year. Then we thought he was going to give us a lot of, you know, a lot of playing time and good depth for us and everything. And then, um, against Greenfield the other night, uh, he hurt his same knee, oh. and uh, yeah, he had his brace on and everything. And uh, there was a play he got hit at the wrong angle, and the, the surgeon said, you know, that he just got hit the wrong way, and so he tore that same ACL again, tore his meniscus. So you know, he's about, mm. he's gonna have surgery. He's gonna have surgery in a week, and here he is gonna miss his junior season. Also, he's a starting offensive line for us, and um, plays hard, gives everything he's got, and great kid, and. Um, really tough loss for us. I feel like you know he's he's such a, a good player and he's 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 good in the locker room. He's good at practice. He to me he's uh, he leads by example by the way he practices and uh, you know, that's a hard that's a tough loss for us. You know, it's, I know, but I know it's I know it's real tough for him. You know, missing two years in a row and right uh, it's tough. Uh, you mentioned leaders. Who who are some of your leaders? Well, you know, it's 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 a different group. You know, we don't we don't have guys that I feel like are constantly leading by their voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of a it's a team effort. I will say that I feel like they all feed off each other as far as their effort goes, as far as making big plays. Uh, to me, it's one of the more unselfish group of kids I've ever been around. They don't 
complain about this or that or, or wanting this or wanting that or um, conditions or how hot it is. It's just go out and play and, and enjoy it together and play together. So, you know, I, I don't feel like, you know, there, there's there's guys that I, th- I think – now I do think there's guys that the players look up to. You know, mm-hmm. you know Tatum Oliver being a, a four-year quarterback and starting on defense and, you know, everybody knows his name and knows who he is. He's an all-state kid and – Everybody looks to him to, to lead and everything. But but I feel like, you know, they, they, they understand that, you know, they can lead also and that they don't have to have an, a one person that constantly is, is leading this football team, that they can do it as a group and as a unit. And I, think, I think when you have that, you can develop a culture of that. And, uh, and I'm proud of the way they're doing that. Awesome. Awesome. Um, switching to uh, your next opponent this Friday night against Perry County. Overall, what do you know about Perry County? You know they were they they were in our they were in our region last year, but we didn't get to play them because of because uh, of COVID, and uh, that's when we had to go down to Memphis and play Fayette Academy. Um, you know, so uh, I actually played them when I was in high school, so I, I do know a little bit about Perry County. Um, uh, it's a pretty far drive; it's almost two hours, uh, so it's a little bit of a long haul for a region game, and you know, and I hate that, that for for. Bo- I said that is a long drive for a region game. Uh, darn. You there? Two hours, that is a long drive for a region game. Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's tough on both of us. It's tough on a lot of these schools because a lot of our schools that are close by to us have to make that trip also, and then they got to make the trip to us. So it's tough. You know, it's a tough situation for them. But, you know, overall, I, I like what Perry County does schematically. I think it's very sound. It's tough to defend. They run the, the old wing tee, um, a lot of motions and shifts. And, um, you know, it's a running it's a running offense, but they throw out of it too, you know. And uh, it's hard. You know, it's hard to keep your eyes on your keys and trust it. And, uh, you know, it's just, again, we've had a hard time simulating it in practice, believe it, you know, that, which – I, I haven't liked that part of this week. I feel like that's not been been good for us as we have not had good simulation uh, of their offense. And, and I, I have a feeling it's going to hurt us in the beginning of this game and because the speed of what they do, what they know is going to be, you know, hard for us to, to yeah. adjust to. Uh, so, you know, that that's one – that's a negative from this week. But, you know, overall um, – you know, it being our first region game and everything, you know, we, we got to get after them. You know, we got to get after them and uh, and play hard and uh, try to be in 1-0 and in our region and 3-0 and in the season. So, you know, it's going to be important to us. Uh, you know, I think we match up well with them. You know, honestly, I feel like uh, what they do kind of matches what we're, what we're, what we're good at. And, um, you know, and then on, their, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, I'm hoping to uh, take advantage of some matchups that I feel like we might have. And, you know, but it's execution. You know, you got to execute those matchups and take advantage of what you feel like is there, and um, we're, we'll see if we're able to do that. Um, is there a specific player for Perry County that stands out to you that'll uh, challenge you uh, offensive on the offensive side of the ball? You know, mainly their quarterback. You know, their quarterback and their running backs run hard. Um, you know, so obviously you're always worried about the running backs and in a wing T offense. But I, I feel like their quarterback. Uh, is is one of those kids that might be a game changer for him. You know, he gets out in space and, uh, you know, f- he finds the open guy. You know, he's smart with the ball. You know, everything he's I've seen on film, you know, he's been really smart with the football. Um, you know, so getting him out in space, he turns around and plays outside linebacker for him, you know, so he's a tough kid. 
uh, you know, so I'm hoping that we can contain him and keep him in the box and, uh, and get to him early, you know, and put some pressure on him and uh, not let him throw it out quick in the flats or, or get him running on the edge. Is, uh, I know I'm flipping back, but is Tatum Oliver a middle linebacker as well, or is he a linebacker? Where, where is he on defense? He is. Defense? Yeah, he, he is. He's our, he's our middle linebacker also. And um, so, you know, he's he's been playing both positions a long time and knows the defense really well, and he flies around and reads things probably better than any linebacker I, I've been around. Um, he just he just sees things open up really fast and knows how to read, read an offense. Um, you know, and that's big to have that – that type of player out there, you know, directing your defense and, and getting everything lined up right. Um, is there uh, who would who's the player on their defensive side of the ball that stands out to you for uh, Perry County? You know, there's a couple kids. You know, I, again, I think their middle their middle linebackers also play really hard and they're downhill really fast. Um, so I'm hoping to take advantage of that the best way I can. Um, but we got to get on those guys. We got to get those guys blocked or they'll have a big night against us. And, and that's kind of the name of the game with all defenses. You got to get the middle backers blocked. And, um, you know, I, I like the way theirs play. You know, like I said, they play hard and um, they like to tackle and they're downhill. And, um, again, their quarterback turnaround outside linebacker looks like a good kid out there in space, a big, tall kid for them. And um, so that's somebody else we got to worry about out there. Excuse me. Um, other than what you mentioned about practice earlier, how how else has practice been this week? Oh, it's been good. You know, I think today was a great day for us. You know, we had a good day. We executed really well today, and I liked what I saw today. I, f- I feel like our guys understand and trust the game plan we have really good. And, you know, this is third week in a row where I, I felt good about that part of it and, and, and their and their faith in what we're trying to do as, as, a, as a team. And, you know, you got to have that. You know, like I said, it's a culture thing. And, uh, so, you know, the execution of it's always a different story. You know, you got to execute everything. You got to have less, we got to have less penalties than we did last week. And, um, so that's going to be big also, but you know, overall, other than I, I don't like the look we've gotten this week and, and it ain't, it ain't like a personal player type thing. It's just as a, as a schematic thing, our guys just haven't been able to pick up on Perry County's offense and how they run it really well. And, and it's tough if you don't truly run the wing tee even the flex and stuff like that. It's different to run it in practice. It's just, just, just different, and uh, so it, that that part's not been you know as great for us. Uh, but it'll be better next week with the, the opponent we have next week, and uh, so hopefully we can we can pick up on what they're doing fast and play fast once we get used to to what Perry County's doing. <coughs> but the advantage is they got to come to your place, so. They do, and this is our first home game, and I'm uh, excited about that and uh, getting to play at home and in front of the home crowd. And first region game, like you said, going to have nice weather. And, um, you, know, you know, it's important. You know, it's important to get at home finally and, uh, and hopefully be 3-0 and playing at home and, and be 1-0 in region play from, from a home game. And um, definitely looking forward to that. I, I really look forward to playing at home. Can you feel the community getting excited for the first region game? I, you know, believe it or not, I, 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 I mean, yeah, but I, I was so surprised. I don't know if surprise is the word. That might be the bad word to put. But, you know, I, I was really glad to see the turnout we had. And Greenfield's only right down the road from Dresden. But, you know, when I look and, and there's nowhere to sit in the visitor side and everybody, awesome. you, got, you got tons of people standing up behind the visitor side, up and down the, the field and – I thought that was great, you know, and part of that's to go see the kid that, you know, that went through what he went through, the Rotohaver kid that went through, he went through the other Friday night with, 
with his heart stopping and everything. I know people wanted to see him and see how he was doing and support him, which I think is great. Uh, it was just great to see the support there the other night for these kids. And um, I expect the same thing Friday night. Um, speaking of uh, him, how is he? How is he doing? As of right now, he's doing great. You know, oh. they haven't found, they haven't found anything, which is, you know, so kind of surprising, obviously. And, you know, as parents, I'm sure they, they want to know what's going on and, and try to figure it out fast. And, they haven't found anything and um so you know I, I can't pretend to know what it might be or anything because I don't, I don't have a clue but right you know thankful that he is uh feeling really good and um uh he was there the other night and uh so you know it's great you know it's great for them him and his family awesome awesome well coach i'm looking forward to talking to you after another uh going three and oh this week and another big win over uh perry county this friday night well, that's what we're hoping for. That's our goal. And, uh, you know, we take a week at a time and a practice at a time, and, uh, and hopefully that will show Friday night and we come right with a big win. Awesome. Well, good luck Friday night, Coach. Thank you, man. Good talking to you. You too. I'll, t- I'll talk to you later. See you later. Next up on the podcast, Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah Tillman, Blue Tornado Football. Hey, Coach. How's it going today? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. First of all, congratulations on the win over Grapes County last uh, weekend, 25-7. to 7. Uh, Overall, how do you feel about your team's performance Friday night? I appreciate you. Um, you know, there's ups and downs in, in every game. I felt like the kids played hard. Um, we, we didn't necessarily start, it how, start the game out how we wanted to, but I don't think enough credit has been given to Graves County and that coaching staff over there and those players about how they came into the game prepared and, and how tough they are. Um, but o- overall, on our end of it, we, we were excited to come away with the win because that's something we didn't do last year. Um, I'm just ready to continue on uh, getting better. From what I could tell, you guys, it was, you know, 7-7 or 14-7 at the half, and then you guys kind of uh, pulled away in the second half. Yeah, it was a slow first half. A lot of mistakes. Um you know, penalties and misassignments and things like that. But, uh, you know, other other than that slow start, you know, the guys really played hard. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Graves came out and, and really played tough, and, and that's what I like about that team. They took advantage of some things that they, that they saw on film, um, some weaknesses that they showed us that we had, and, and gave us an opportunity to go out there and fix them and get better. Um, Spiff. Specifically speaking, um, offensively, what did you learn about your team from Friday night? Uh, we, we, we have to um, limit the mistakes that we make as far as the penalties. We've had three touchdowns called back this season. Um, it's something that we're going to have to fix in order to be good teams. Um, but when addressed, it was fixed, you know. So um, we were better in the second half than we were the first. Um, we we got to make sure that uh, we're not – shooting ourselves in the foot because when, when you're an explosive offense like we can be, those penalties put you behind the sticks and, and, and get you behind. It's hard to be explosive because your play calling changes and all that. Right. Um, your defense allowed seven points on Friday night. Uh, overall, what do you think of how your defense performed? Um, can, you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Oh, your defense – your defense only uh, allowed seven points on Friday night. Overall, what do you think of your defense's performance? Uh, they really came out and played tough. Uh, what I enjoy watching is how much fun that they're having 
um, being bullies. Uh, they're flying around the field, making tackles, grain tackling, big hits, you know, turnover, creating tur- turnovers. So um, they've just been exciting to watch. Um, you know, like and I was t- like I was telling you, Graves County really found something on on film and. Well, um, looking back to the offensive uh, side of the ball, who uh, who or what units stood out to you from your offensive side of the ball? Um, our, our our power set, our, our running backs, our backfield. Um, we went. We're pretty dominant. Um, so just knowing that you can go in when the team is physical and match that physicality with, by by making your box bigger um, is exciting. Um, and then switching over to the defensive side of the ball, uh, who stood out to you on the defensive side of the ball? Our D line and our linebackers, our defensive box. Uh, they're they're next level. It's a really good group, and if they can stay healthy, um, they're, they're it's a special group. Awesome. Um, you know, team leaders is a key part of having a team, and you know, performance of your team. Who are some of your leaders this year on your offensive side of the ball and then go to the defensive side of the ball? On the offensive side of the ball, I don't know that we have just one leader um, or a vocal leader. We have a bunch of guys that do what's asked of them. Um, Jack, Jack James, our quarterback, um, try to, try, tries to step into that leadership role a lot, and uh, as well as Malachi Ryder, our running back. Um, our right tackle, Tamego Daniels, is is really stepping into a, a leadership role vocally in the way he's starting to practice. Um, so those guys have been leaders on the offensive side and on the defensive side. JT Adams having him back um, after he was injured last year is huge. He's a he's a vocal guy. And Uriah Verzi, uh, another one of our linebackers, is a vocal guy. And they just continue to make plays. Um, you mentioned uh, your – one of the guys getting injured last year. Are uh, you guys injuries coming off this game against Graves County? Uh, nothing, nothing major. You know, we got guys nicks and, and bruises, but um, we have some young guys that were injured in the JV game that travel with us, but aren't necessarily on the field. So um, we're 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 looking pretty healthy. How are those JV kids doing? Uh, they're doing good. Um, they're two and zero right now. Um, just beat Mayfield on Monday, so. Um, they're having a good season. Hopefully, that's the sign for Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, switching to Mayfield, from what I can tell, this is the Tillman Mayfield matchup is one of the biggest rivalries there is. I mean, I know there is Tillman McCracken. I know there's, you know, Murray Calloway, but this feels like it's one of the most storied rivalries. Yeah, for sure. This is the grandfather of them all. Um, it's fun week. You know, we just. Our kids, we have a group of kids that bike over to their school, and that's actually happening right now. They had a group that biked over to our school, and then they really just go through and see what the other school is about and then just kind of activities and fun things planned. But just the, to be a part of a whole week where uh, the emphasis is on that rivalry um, is pretty special. It just makes it for uh, – just puts more on the game. Um, and then it, how much the community cares about winning this game is, I mean, this is the most important game on our schedule, even if we play in a state championship to the community. So um, I'm sure it's that way over there as well. Uh, we, we definitely want to end that streak um, in 16 games. We haven't won, we haven't won one. So it's time to win one. And I think that they're a great football team, but I think we're a great football team too. And it's going to be a clash of two really good teams and we'll see who comes out on top.
team how that makes a, the least amount of mistakes is going to win. How long of a bike ride is that? <laughs> it's a couple hours. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of interesting. I didn't. I, yeah. I heard of a – there was a prank down here. I think it was Alabama. One school, like the seniors uh, last year, they drove, They got on the bus and drove to the other school, and then they switched – the seniors switched schools, and they got in trouble for it. So I'm kind of uh, glad that uh, you guys can do this and not, you know. Yeah. Cool. Um, I know there's – I know Mayfield's a really good team. What challenges do they bring to you on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, they're just a physical downhill in your face. Uh, defense. Uh, they don't make many mistakes. Um, they're well coached. And we've shown to, that we make a lot of mistakes uh, on the offensive side to date. So it's really their strength is our weakness right now. But if we can get things clicking and and, and, and have positive gains on early downs, we, we should be okay. I think I lost you. Let me send you another link, Coach. Yeah, sorry about that. It's all good. I, I Principal sure was calling me and kicked me out. Oh, I got you. So, you, we were talking about how physical uh, Mayfield is on the offensive side of the ball and how the penalties are, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely just – to sum it all up, the team that makes the fewest mistakes is going to win. We're, we're right. both really good football teams. Um, history says, and not just history, just every game, just each week says that Mayfield's not going to make a lot of mistakes. They're not going to beat themselves. In order to win against Mayfield, you have to beat them, and, and they're not going to do it themselves. So we're going to have to clean up our game in order to have a chance, but I think that the kids are up to the task. Um. Who are the two players to watch out for on offense for Mayfield for you guys? On on offense, it'd be number four, um, the dad, the Dadney kid, <clears throat> and their running back twenty four, Juju Starks. Okay, <clears throat> and they got a pretty good quarterback, and their line's decent. Um, but those are the guys um, that that can, you know, you snap your fingers or blink, and they're in the end zone. Wow. Um, flipping to the defensive side of the ball, who stood out? Who stands out for you for Mayfield on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, they're, they're linebackers. Um, Jax Rogers is one of those, and and he uh, he he's been out the last two seasons with major knee injuries, and, and to see him back on the field is one is awesome. You know, to to that have that story, one of the top sophomores in the state of Kentucky, and then two years in a row, um, you tear. You just blow your knee out, and mm. then it, to be able to come back and play at the level he's playing at, um, you love that for a kid. That's a feel-good story, and uh, he, you know, for me, it's awesome because I have there's connections to him two ways. His mom is the guidance counselor here at Tillman, oh, wow. and and then also he's related to one of my uh, best friends from back home. Um, so it's it's pretty awesome to see him come back and still be playing at a high level, and he and he's a guy that will uh, leave his mark on the game, and we I make sure that we neutralize him in order to be successful offensively. No, no, this is a random question. I know you were coaching at Crittenden County. Is yeah. that where you're from? Y- yes. Okay. That's where I went high school. Um, are there? Are, how, how's practice? 
How's practice been? Yes, sir. Uh, you know, the, the practice is practice. Uh, you, you come in, we're, we're, it's, a, it's a routine that's set, and um, this is one of those crazy weeks where there's a lot of distractions. So I, I wouldn't say that practice has been bad, but, you know, there's just so much stuff going on in the week. It's, it's hard sometimes to, to keep that routine and keep that schedule. So yeah. we have to adapt, you know, and, and just that's – I mean, that's what you do every week. So um, practice hasn't been bad. It's been it's actually been really great. I feel like yesterday was our best practice we've had all year. Um, but at the same time, the distractions makes it hard to uh, always say uh, that, you know, it was perfect this week. Now, this game is going to be uh, at War Memorial, correct? Yes. All right. Awesome. Um, what's the vibe around the school and the community like about this game? Is everybody already excited for it? Or? Say that again. What's the vibe in the community or in the, around the school about this game? Is everybody already excited for it? Or oh yeah, that, that, like a, it's, yeah. It starts. This start started last week, <laughs> which you know that's why you call Graves County one of those trap games because it's in mm-hmm. between your two rivals. Um, but you know everybody's excited. I think that I think that the stadium will be halfway packed before we even show up. <laughs> um, it's, it's just one of those environments and atmospheres that you want to be a part of, you know, and it's high school football in little Western Kentucky. So um, it's exciting. And I can't wait. Awesome. Well, Coach, I look forward to talking to you after a big win over Mayfield next week and uh, good luck on Friday night. I appreciate you. It's always fun. All right. Have a good one. You too. Next up on the podcast, Coach Clayton Morris from West Carroll, Regal football. Thank you. Uh, there we go. I had to fix something. Um, That's all right. On another win this year. You're two and zero now on this young season. Uh, closer game than uh, I, I was expecting, but you guys played really hard, really well Friday night. You know, Gleason. Gleason's a very good football team. Um, don't want to take anything away from them, and. And both teams were missing some key pieces up front for that game that caused a lot of adversity for both both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that played into it as well, I think, for both both sides. But, but no, Gleason's a very solid football team. And, and if they can stay healthy, um, I think they'll give a lot of teams in 1A some, some big-time big problems. There's something I've noticed about your team. You got – but most both the teams you've played, and you, uh, you as well, are both second – everybody's a second-half team because usually it's – you know, 12-7, 7-7, 14-8 going to the first half, and then everybody explodes in the second half. Yeah, and, and, and boy, you're talking about anxiety-raising um, <laughs> events. But, yeah, no, you know, thus far that's kind of been the, the nature of the season. And, and sometimes you have those, you know, you have those type games early in the season. And, and um, you know, this one was more of a offensive struggle. You know, offensive was really struggling for both teams there in the first half. And, and um, just some consistency things. You know, defense played well. I thought our defense did really well in the first half. And, you know, run fits and their run first team. And and so we were able to really kind of stone that early, which, you know, had them do some things that, that they may not have wanted to do, but they did well. I was impressed with how they executed their passing game. Uh, but that was part of our game plan. You know, we wanted to make them throw the ball, and we did. And they were able to do that with some success. So, you know, you, I think the problem you fall into sometimes defensively is you try to take everything away instead mm-hmm. of focusing on taking one thing away. And and when we, we when we're built like we're built defensively, we feel like 
against most teams, we can we can fit it up pretty good in the box and we can bang in there. Uh, so if a team really wants to run the ball, we, we we want to take a lot of pride in taking that away and make you make you throw the ball. And if you convert on that, then we'll take our chances with it and we'll see what happens. But we don't want to let you do what you want to do. And and that was kind of the mindset against Gleason. I got you. Um, what I noticed from I know you seem to me you guys mix it up pretty well. You still a lot heavier on the run, but I felt like it was a good mix. What'd you what'd you feel like? Yeah, so again, you know, offensively we're we're a wing T based team, whether we're in the gun or whether we're under center, you know, so we're a run first offense and and you know, there's still some merit to that in today's game and and you know, I just like the, I like the mentality it allows our kids to play with, but however you know, being being a coach worth a grain of salt. If a defense is going to give you some things in the passing game, you have to take advantage of it if you can throw. And and so we noticed some things. You know, that Gleason was more than likely going to give us on the back end. Um, and if they did, you know, we there were some very simple passing concepts that we could do to try to take advantage of that. So it was nothing crazy. You know, it was just little quick throws out and and let our receivers be athletes in space and. And so, you know, we, we, we're structured that if a team gives us something that we can take advantage of with the pass, we can do that. Um, if you, you know, if you're that, if you're a man down in the box and you're going to have a long night, as long as uh, you don't have any war daddies up there, um, you know, if you got a war daddy up there, then you can be a man down and that still causes problems. But one, um, a ball war daddies are few and far in between. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, it, it was, it was a good night for our passing game. I, I thought, you know, uh, we had one receiver was over 60 yards with two touchdowns. Um, and he plays in a wing T offense. So that's some, that's some pretty impressive, you know, receiving stats for, for a run first uh, offense. Was that uh, number six, Daylon Drazzle? No, that was um, uh, number 12, JDP. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm getting mixed up. Um, I noticed that, uh, I I feel like I noticed that Jay Long was gotten more into the running offense. Yeah, uh, we've talked about that before. Yeah, we did. We talked about how we got to get Jay going, and it's still not as crisp and as clean as we want it to be. So, our offensive side of the ball has put a lot of work in thus far this week to to try to clean up his meshes, try to clean up his aiming points, and try to find a way to get him going again. He's way too explosive of an athlete um, to not have him carrying more of a load in the backfield. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Jaden Milton. He's 100% fine, but, right. you know, he still had 18 carries. And so that's still kind of pushing that limit of of a physical toll on a sophomore. So we've got to we've got to continue to get Jay going. Um, but, no, he had a better night, and I expect him to have even a, a bigger night this coming week. Um, who or what unit stood out to you offensively on that side of the ball Friday night? You know, I think offensive the offensive unit in general. You know, as I mentioned, there were some pieces on our front that that was miss, missing uh, for that game, and we had to reshuffle some things. And one of those spots being the center. Um, the center ended up getting sick a couple hours before the game, and I mean, I mean, bad sick. And so, did I lose you? Coach? Let me try and send you another link, Coach. I think I lost you. 
There we go. I'm not sure what happened. It just, that's all right. Uh, well, you were talking about your center getting sick two hours before the game. Yeah, Anything? so, you know, I, if I was impressed with any unit, I think I was impressed most with, with up front. We had to move three different pieces around due to injury or illness, you know, and so it, that there was a uh, very thin depth-wise offensive line, and, and you had some people in some different spots. So for them to perform the way they performed uh, with last-minute adjustments there before the game, I thought I was – Overall, I was pleasantly pleased with them. Of course, there was a lot of mistakes, and some things make you want to pull your hair out, but it could have been a lot worse. Um, speaking of those injuries and health issues, how are they doing now? Oh, they're, they're a lot better. You know, as sicknesses is non-COVID-related, thank goodness, knock on wood. That's, seems to be a little bit of some sinus deal going on around here. That's pretty oh, bad, hit pretty hard. <laughs> Down uh, here, too. Yep, so that, that seems to be a most of our problems. too. But, um, you know, I, I, we seem to be a little bit more healthy at this point in this week, uh, which is hugely important going into this first region game. Right. Um, you mentioned injuries. Is it just sickness or is there any injuries? No, you know, nothing nothing out of the norm. You know, okay. we've had two physical games at this point, And so you've got – you've still got your bodies kind of adjusting to the – to the physicality of the game, you know, even though you do things in practice, it's still not the same as it is on Friday night. Uh, so nothing crazy. Um, moving over to defensively. Defensively, overall, how do you feel like your team performed Friday night? You know, I thought we did an excellent job in the box, uh, really kind of stoning uh, Gleason's run game for the most part. You know, they were able to, to rip off a few counters on us, um, flowing too hard. You know, sometimes when you have a box that flows extremely hard, that happens. Um, but I, I thought our like in watching the film, I was extremely pleased with them. Uh, and the back end played better. You know, they we had an interception or two. We had some pass deflections. And we were in a lot better position this week than we were uh, the previous week. And so, you know, there's still there's there's some still a lot of work to be done there. But progress is being made. Got you. Um, I noticed your de- uh, defense was they, – they were having to deal with crochet and he – He's not like his brother, but he still can throw the ball. Yeah, you know, and I and 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 I was extremely impressed with him. Again, you know, you, you got a new quarterback, and I know he's got the name, and and that's fine. But you know, he he wasn't the quarterback last year, and so he's inexperienced, and and we were able to get a lot of pressure on him. I mean, that kid took a lot of shots, mm-hmm. and he stood in the pocket and delivered strikes, and that's not what Gleason wants to do. So. You know, when you look at those stats and you say, wow, they threw the ball well. And, and that's an amazing stat because I'm not saying that they couldn't, but that's not what they want to be. You know, they right. want to be like us. They want to run the ball first. And so for a young, inexperienced quarterback to stand in the pocket and take shots after shots after shots and deliver good throws with good decisions, extremely, extremely, you know, impressed with him and, and kind of worried because I, I think I, I think he's a junior. I think he'll be back next year. <laughs> Nice. Um, who or what unit stood out to you on defense? Uh, the, the, the box, both okay. D-line and, and linebackers, no, without a doubt. You know, their fits was really good. Um, I know you were struggling with the off, uh, str- uh, switching around the offensive line. Was that the same uh, situation on the defensive line? Or? Uh, a little bit, but with us being pre- predominantly three down, we're able to adjust with that a little bit more. You know, we've got six to seven bodies we roll in there one or two short last you know this past friday but it wasn't that that deficit wasn't felt as hard as the uh as the offensive line got you um 
looking ahead to uh, Humboldt this week, it's your first it's your first district matchup, and it's your first uh, district matchup at home. Uh, how how uh, how excited is the team, and how excited is the community for this? You know what? It's early in the week still. It's Tuesday. Um, I've known this game as it was with any district game or region game, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you're talking about playoff seating, and it starts now. And and when you're in a competitive region, every win and every loss will come back to haunt you. And uh, so you're really kind of setting the tone. Do you want to be behind the eight ball, or do you want to be in front of it? And and for us to be at home, I think helps. You know, Humboldt is going to play extremely hard. You know, Co- Coach Pettigrew over there has done a great job of reinstilling pride in that program. And and if you look at the history of Humboldt, all, you know, for a majority of, 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 of their history, they've been a very good competitive football team. Um, we're we're mm-hmm. talking like state, you know, state semi contenders, so, you know, in the oh, wow. finals. And, and so it's just been here recently. Most of our times. And, and so it's almost like a sleeping hotbed in 1A football over there. You know, if they ever get it together and they ever get, and they they ever get some consistency, you know, it could be some problem. Starting to show glimpses of playing extremely hard with a lot of passion. And, and they're always fast and they've got some big kids in the box now. And and so that it's going to be, it's going to be, it's, it's not going to be easy. I'll say that. There's going to be a lot of challenges. Kids are ready for that. They're coming off of a 32 to nothing win over uh, Brewston. And yeah. it sounds like they pretty dominated that game. Yeah. And, you know, watching that film, it was a six to nothing ball game forever. Humboldt. I mean, it oh, was really? six. It was six to nothing forever. And then when the floodgates opened, for... <laughs> certain things that I with the Brewston and then to go back, they wish they had done all. But that's always, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Always. Yeah. Um, but I, we learned from that film that we're not going to be able to to bounce things. Versus uh, Humboldt, we're them. Uh, uh, they, they they want us out in space. That's where they play well. Um, and I I'm curious to see if they really want uh, to play and bang in the box for four quarters. You know, we're going to kind of see. Yeah, that's just what we hang our hat on. And if they do, then it's going to be a heck of a game. Right. Uh, it's going to be a long way. That's just our mindset. Right. Um, what challenges does do Humboldt bring to you on the offensive side of the football? I think I lost you, Coach. Let's try it again. Sorry. How's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Sorry for all the technical issues the other night. I had, it was just much my fault, too. I got busy painting and everything else. This has been some late. Sounds like it. Well, before we... Before we had all the issues, we were talking about how what uh, challenges that Humboldt will bring to you guys offensively. Yeah, so um, for them, you know, what they'll do offensively that'll cause us a lot of problems. Um, that they're they'll take a lot of shots deep, uh, more scramble drill, throw the ball up, 50-50 balls. Um, 
and, and they've got athletes all over the field, so they're going to be able to make some things happen. Uh, whoever they have at quarterback does a really good job. You know, they've had a few different ones they put back there. Uh, they all do a pretty good job of extending plays, keeping eyes open downfield. Uh, so, you know, defensively, we're going to have to be able to, to really kind of contain, not give up big plays, and do a lot of group tackling. And then on the defensive side of the ball, what challenges does Humboldt bring to you guys? You know, they, they play extremely well um, in space. Uh, their perimeter, they close space real quick. They're really solid on the perimeter side of the ball, our defensive side. Um, and they've got some edge. We're going to have to do a good job of moving the big bodies or sealing the big bodies off interior-wise and, and, and taking what they give us uh, in the box. Um, who are some players to watch out for from Humboldt on the offensive side? Uh, you know, you've got a uh, number three. I think his last name is Agnew. He kind of he kind of makes things go for them. Uh, he's one of the returners. Last year, really good kid, really good football player. He's he's just an athlete. Uh, the running back number twenty two. I can't think of the name off the top of his head. Uh, he he gets some things going. Uh, their linebackers, uh, their middle linebackers, number seven and number eleven, are really really fast. They're um, um, I think I'm losing. There you go. Can you hear me? I think I lost you again. Let me send you another link, Coach. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. We've been having the issue for the last few days, haven't we? I know, right? We'll, we'll get we'll get them ironed out next week. Oh yeah, no doubt. So uh, this is my last question. Uh, how how's practice been this week? How, how's it, how's the vibe? You know, it's been. I really think we've gotten a lot done this week. Uh, I thought we've had a great week of practice. Finished it off today. Put the hay in the barn and. And hopefully we can come out and execute a game plan and and uh, be able to walk away with a win versus a very good football team. Awesome. Awesome. Well, good luck in the first region game of the season or district. What, y'all call it district or region? Region. Okay. Gotcha. Well, good luck in the first di- region game of the season. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you about another uh, win at going 3-0 and this year. Next yep. Okay. I hope so as well. Look forward to it. We'll be better with the uh, timing and technology next week, man. Appreciate yes, you. Have a good one, Coach. Good one. Good one. All right, if you guys have made it this far in the podcast, you have noticed there was a little bit of some technical difficulties. Um, I hope to have those ironed out by next week. Sorry for the issues, but hey, they'll be worked out. Thanks for listening.